This is Dana Murdoch from Seven Valley CrossFit. In this episode, I got to chat with Jake Brewster about all the exciting things that happened during 19.5. Jake and I recap and update the standings from the final week of the 2019 CrossFit Games Open at Seven Valley CrossFit. Enjoy. Hi, Jake. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Dana? Good. Thanks for being here on the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So you are captain of Team Orange. Go Orange. All right. Um, Jake, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe your experience with the Open, and some thoughts on 19.5 before we go into it. Uh, well, this is my fourth Open. I, my first one was in 2016, and um, this is actually the second Open that I've done fully RX. So that was oh, pretty wow. cool. Yeah. Um, I'm always probably the one that drags their heels when it comes to signing up for the Open, and I complain about it the entire time. But uh, I really do, I really do love the competition. Um, me and a couple of people that are in the gym always have a kind of a rivalry going on, so that's always fun to do. Uh, and seeing people from the morning that you don't normally see every day, that's that's always a a good thing to, to look forward to. And uh, my thoughts on 19.5, they that was brutal. <laughs> uh, people said, "Oh, it's just like Fran, but with chest bar longer." No, no Way that's longer. that's. That's Fran's big sister, Francesca, and I don't <laughs> like that entire family. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny way to look at it. So I, I just want to go back to something you said. You, you said this was the second Open that you did them all RX. So That's correct. I just want everyone who's listening to listen to that. So this is your fourth one. That means the first two Opens, you did either all scaled or kind of a mix of Yep, there was at least a couple of workouts in each Open that I uh, did scaled. Okay, awesome. I think it's good sometimes for newer people to hear that those of you guys who have been doing CrossFit for multiple years started out the same exact way that everybody else did. Oh yeah, right? absolutely. Scaling when you needed to scale and taking the challenge when you needed to. So that's really cool to hear. I wasn't I wasn't aware of that. Thank you, Jake. Yeah, I had to actually go through and, and take a look at it and be like, oh wow, you know, I first two first one I, I scaled two workouts and then next one it was one. So, you know, it's been been a nice little path and a little little bit of a journey awesome cool good to hear so I've got a couple basic stats about 19.5 um, so this was a challenging one to finish especially on the RX side so out of our gym we had three people finish the RX version of the workout which is a pretty low percentage um, on the scaled side however we had 15 finish Wow I know and I'm just going to give a little shout out here to a couple of the people with the fastest time. So on the ladies' side, Taylor Hughes finished in 13 minutes and 30 seconds. You're 13 minutes? Yeah, I'm not kidding. <laughs> but wait, Shelly Brongart also finished in 13 minutes and 51 seconds. Wow. I know. So I was judging somebody. I think it might have been Brooke. And it felt like in the middle of the workout, Shelly came strolling over and started cheering on Brooke. And I was like, Shelly, what are you doing? Am I in your way? I thought I was like in her pull-up bar space. She goes, no, I'm done. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was fast. Oh, I never dreamed of finishing this workout. Not in my, not in my wildest dreams. <laughs> well, it was possible. And then Scott, my brother, Scott Soprano, he was, uh, I believe, the first scaled uh, man done nice. in 1613 followed wow. by pat horton 1648 go pat not yeah. bad so that yeah really impressive to see those times there and then the other piece of information i'm gonna throw out here is i think i counted correctly there were 16 people 
who took on the chest to bar, so the RX version of the workout, who don't normally really ever do chest to bar pull-ups in class wads because yeah. they haven't hadn't yet gotten one. Maybe they'd gotten one here here or there. They were not consistent with them. So 16 of them and all 16 of those that took it on for the first time ended up completing the entire set of 33. Not so bad. that's awesome. That's a lot of yeah. it's a lot of reps. Um, especially for a movement that you don't typically practice. You know, if, mm-hmm. if they're in a class workout, these 16 people probably would scale it to chin over bar pull-ups, um, which is great to do in a class lab when you're training. But I just thought that was a really cool stat to see all of those people who made it back to their second, you know, the second round of everything. I mean, everyone talks about the open magic and it really is. There's, <laughs> there's something to it, just putting yourself in a competition where, you know, you see the ca- like clock counting down, everyone's cheering for you. you yeah. Can, you can always put out a little bit extra. Yeah. It's like extra motivation to kind of like man up and, mm-hmm. and yep. try it because yep. you might be successful. Yeah. And if you're not, hopefully you learn something along the way. Exactly. Yeah. So those are a couple cool stats. So let's get into looking at who earned points. So I'm just gonna um, remind people here. So these points for 19.5 came from Friday night. So typically we would tally points like on Tuesday morning after all the scores are due, but because we wanted to wrap everything up the last Mm -hmm. week and be done Friday night with the team stuff, um, if you scored higher on a Saturday, Sunday, or Monday test of this, unfortunately you weren't counting the points for this week. Here's what the points were on the men's side. Um, So the 18 to 34 division in the RX category, we had Kyle, Dave, and Brock earning points. For the scaled young guys, we had John, TK, and Zach. And then the 35 to 54 men, the RX, we had John Lynn, Chad Murdoch, and Mike Browngar all earning points. And the scaled side was Scott Soprano, fastest finisher there. The 55 and up men, Mark Strom took the RX point. And in the scaled, we had Pat Horton, Steve Stoll, and Craig Allen take the point there. And then our teen point this week went to Alita's team. Not bad. Uh, and the women, 1834 RX, the points earners were Steph, Hannah, and Carrie. Uh, for scaled, it was Taylor, Annie, and Kate W. Uh, for the 35 to 54 category in RX, Dana, Kim, and Randy took the points for, for the RX. And for scaled, it was Shelly B, Amanda N, and Jess V. For the 55 plus RX, uh, Lisa scored for the RX. And for scaled, it was Judy. Awesome. Congratulations to you guys. Yeah, great job, guys. Points. So Mark cool. got us a, got a point for Team Orange. I mean, I, ma- I demanded a recount, but I was, I was shot down. <laughs> There's definitely some points no, that, no that were out there that no one, that no one counted. I don't know about that, Jake. We'll see. We'll see if uh, you know your whatever team you're on next next time. I was going to say next year, but it could be sooner than that. Next time. Oh can, yeah, uh, October. Pick, pick it up a little bit. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that October thing a little later when we get some more details. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. So let's kind of shine the spotlight on some people that stood out Friday night to us. Is there anyone that you've been kind of thinking about and enjoyed watching? Uh, well, the first person I have to say is uh, my own wife. Kay Brewster. Mm-hmm. Um, she absolutely killed it this this time. This wad, uh, she's a lot better at thrusters than she gives herself credit yes. for. And she flew through them. Yes. W- one of her goals that I know she was talking to me about afterwards was that she wanted to make sure that she didn't do any less than five thrusters every mm-hmm. time she picked up the bar. Mm-hmm. And she was able to do that all the way through. And I know she finished the round of 21 and I think got 
I don't know, maybe 15 or 16 chest bar. Awesome. So yeah, that was, I'm really impressed by her. Awesome. I'm really glad you brought her up because she was one I was thinking of in general in regular classes, that 65 pound thruster, she might kind of shy away from a little bit, but like you said, she's a lot stronger and more capable than she gives herself credit oh, for. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so now, Kay, you're on the hook for those 65 pound thrusters from here on out. Sorry, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um, anyone else on your end you wanna give a shout out to? Oh uh, yeah, one of the people I wanna give a shout out is to Kate W. And I probably, and I, I know your last name, Kate, and I'm really sorry, but I, I would completely ruin it. And I'm really hard at uh, pronouncing last names. So uh, <laughs> I wanna throw a uh, shine the spotlight on Kate. This is her first open. And um, mm -hmm. I'm really impressed about the way she did in general and even in 19.5 and mm -hmm. she i see right here she got a point for her uh, team for scaled so yeah. that's actually really impressive yeah that was really cool she was someone that was kind of on the fence of like should i do rx should i do scaled um especially for 19.5 and turns out she was really happy that she did the scaled because it was still a killer workout yeah yeah, yeah. i mean thrusters at, at any weight are no joke and even the jumping pull-ups like right. I had to do one of those for a competition a, mm -hmm. a little while back and those start to hurt after a while too oh yeah for sure yeah. I think a lot of people said their calves were sore yeah from all that mm -hmm. jumping which you know is something we don't do very much so <laughs> surprise whoops <laughs> muscles um all right cool so I'm gonna give a shout out here to Craig Allen he beforehand was nervous about those jumping pull-ups we had mm -hmm. the week before he had the jumping chest bar which proved to be a challenge i don't believe he got any so he was you know kind of doubting about the pull-up itself yep. um but went through the workout he did the whole first round of those jumping pull-ups i believe he got into the second round and afterwards i talked to him and he was elated he was so happy that he was able to do not one but a whole bunch of them yeah that's so, awesome Nice job to Craig there. Great job. That was great to chat with him. And then um, I'm gonna bring up uh, Fred and Steve Lang. So they actually were out of town for the weekend mm -hmm. and both did it on Monday. So they did it Monday afternoon. Um, they each did it separately because they judged each other, right? So yeah. Fred did it by himself and then Steve did it by himself. <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> no one else in the gym. Me, Lydia was here with me. Um, so, you know. What, neither one of you guys wanted to, you know, retest just to moral support? You know, it, it takes a lot of like mental guts to do that, that specific workout without the big crowd of the Friday night and yeah. the energy um, after a work day, you know, so. I'm glad that they, I'm shouting them out here because I'm glad that they did it and they experienced it, what it is, um, what it was. And I don't think I saw either of them this morning, which means maybe they can't walk today. Oh yeah, that's probably very true. <laughs> so good luck recovering guys. I'm so hurting today. Like it's been what, four days and yeah. I, stairs yeah. are still not my friend. Yeah, that'll, that'll, that last open workout every year kind of lingers with you for, mm -hmm. for a week or so. Yep. Um, and then I'm going to say something about Brooke here, Brooke Albright. I got to judge her. She is an animal. Oh, absolutely. Just, just like her dad. She has so much energy and I don't want to use the word aggression, but she brings so much intensity into the workout. Like she really gives it a hundred percent. Um, she was really smart about breaking up her thrusters. She broke them up right from the start. She knew that they would start to get challenging. And she actually moved through them pretty quickly. Sometimes, you know, we shy away from breaking stuff up because we think, oh, that's a lot of rest. But 
if you can keep a quick rest in there, you actually might be able to get through a big set of 33 quicker than someone who goes really slow with big sets. So yeah, it's a really good strategy. Um, she had a really great approach to it. Um, and yeah, so much intensity. It was really great to be able to judge her and watch her like, you know, mm -hmm. head on and see yep. her do that. So that was really cool. Yeah, the last person I want to actually mm -hmm. spotlight, uh, spotlight is uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the Chad Murdoch. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, Chad. He uh, went on the he went in the same heat as me, and uh, I didn't I didn't catch up with him that night, but looked at the score a little a little while ago, and he destroyed me, <laughs> absolutely destroyed okay. me. So I have to I have to say great job to him. Yeah, how did he do compared to you on the other weeks? I think I beat him on a couple. Okay, I think he might have beat me here and there. Yeah, we were going back and forth a little bit. Yeah, he had a pretty good 19.1 score. Yeah, he did. He did. I think he, that was one of the ones he beat me. A little bit surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did great. I was really impressed watching him do his chest to bar pull ups. Mm -hmm. Yep. Seems like sometimes he can like pull that stuff out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Once again, open magic. <laughs> yeah, great. Good job, Chad. Um, all right, I'm going to bring up one more person here um, only because I found this a little bit comical. I had already done the workout, so I was judging Haley, so mm -hmm. another person I got to be like up front and center with. And at one point during the workout, it might've been the set of 21, she looked at me and she goes, so let me back up a little bit. Okay. She was like super calm, super composed, like straight face, super collected. It was hard for me to tell like, if she was working as hard as she should have been. There were times when I wanted to be like, all right, Haley, pick it up a little bit. But I was her judge, so I didn't, you know, I stuck to judging yeah. etiquette. I didn't say anything. So the set of 21 comes around. I think it was 21. And she looks at me and she goes, Dana, I don't think I can finish this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you are hurting. You have such a good poker face, Haley. You are hurting. And then afterwards, so she did finish it. She went, She continued. Nice. She finished under the time cap, I think 18 minutes and some change. Not bad. Um, and she sat down next to Shanice, who was also done. And they both looked at each other and gave each other like the look of like, what just happened? <laughs> I have no idea what I just spent the last 20 minutes doing. You know, like total blackout mode for both of them. I mean, there are sometimes during a wad, especially in the open, that all of a sudden you're you're cruising, you're going good, and then halfway through you're like, oh God, I, I'm i in trouble. <laughs> right, right. What did I just, what did I get myself into? So good job to Haley for overcoming that thought mm -hmm. of, you know what, I don't think I can finish and actually finishing the entire workout. I mean, my very, my very first open, the last open wide, I think there was a point where I was like, I could just quit and walk home. <laughs> like I could just walk home and no one would say anything. Who's going to stop me? <laughs> we probably several people would have been like, Jake, Jake, go back inside. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, the open. Um, all right, Jake. So I want to ask you a couple questions about you specifically. So okay. uh, over the whole 2019 open so far, or the entire thing, not just 19.5. Um, were you able to identify any like major strengths or weaknesses in your own CrossFit? Well, I, I have to say my biggest weakness that I know I see every single year and every single year I plan to, you know, work on them and do it over and over and over again. It's thrusters. Oh. And it's always like, I always hope and pray that, okay, maybe the last workout won't be thrusters. Maybe <laughs> we won't have it this year, but it is. And every year I realize I need to do more. So what is it that gets you? Is it like the squat part of it or the overhead? It's actually both. Like, okay. um, I think squats are one of my uh, one of my weaknesses and just doing a high volume of them mm -hmm. over and over and over again mm -hmm. and then throwing shoulders in, I just get gassed. Mm -hmm. 
And I think a lot of people, a lot of people were talking to me and saying that, oh, this was a chest-to-bar workout with them with thrusters thrown in, and yeah. I was completely the opposite yeah. way. I flew through the chest-to-bar, okay. and I even started slowing myself down because I, I said to myself, if I finish these, I have to get back to the thrusters. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> Avoidance. <laughs> you avoid so, it, it won't so go I'm away. Gonna, yeah, it's like if I waste some time, maybe I won't have to do as many. <laughs> So, um, all right, so you want to squat more and... Squat more and go overhead. Overhead. And everybody, I'm sorry, I probably just screwed us over with thrusters, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Jake has guided the next six months of programming. We're doing thrusters, heavy ones, regularly. Wonderful. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, But good ideas. I know you come to open gym regularly. So you have some... So if I see you doing chest to bar open gym, I'm going to be like, hey, Jake, remember (laughs) 19.5? Don't worry. Don't worry. I have a squat and overhead and pretty much strength programming that I'm going to be starting over. I'm pretty excited about uh, the open being done so I can get back to regular training. Good. Yeah. Cool. Um, All right. I love that you have a plan for that. So as usual, at the end of the podcast, some rapid fire questions here. These don't have to be related to the topic. They're just for fun. They don't have to be too serious. Um, question number one, what is one book that you've gifted to others the most or a book that's made a strong impact on your life? I don't really give books to too many people, but the book that I always come back to reading maybe once every two years or so is actually The Great Gatsby. Oh. It's one of my all-time favorites. read it the first time in high school, and ever since then, I try and reread it every couple of years. Awesome. It's a classic. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, question number two, what is one unusual habit or absurd thing that you love? Um, I'm really superstitious. You are. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I anybody says like knock on wood, I have to find it really quick. Um, like um, walking under a ladder. Walking under ladders, well, I will find a completely new way to go. I will not <laughs> open like I would rather walk through the rain and just not use the umbrella than than have to open it either in my car or like in the or close it while I'm All inside right. the building. Um, Salt, it's actually you throw it over, you take your right hand and throw it over your left shoulder. Most people don't know that, but yeah. And when do you do that? If, if you spill salt. If you spill it. Yeah, oh, if you spill okay. salt, yeah. Right. Um, it's only recently that I've, no, I don't, don't mind black cats. Like I know like okay. black cats cross your path. Like I'd have to change my direction and find a new, or, a new way around. Wow. Yeah. And do you have, I know you have cats at your house. I are do. They, are they black? No, they are not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good to know. Ah, all right. Uh, question number three. What do you love most about living in the Cortland Homer area? Um, it's really the people I've met. I mean, when I, I'm, I'm originally from New Jersey, mm-hmm. so, you know, don't hold that too much against me. <laughs> but um, I've met some really amazing people up here and just mm-hmm. following into the community. I know that's pretty much what everyone says, but it really is a wonderful place to just to meet people and, and find some great things you, in, you enjoy. Plus, I really love the coffee. Coffee uh-huh. mania is amazing. It is. It really is. You know, it, you did say it's something that everyone says at the end of the podcast, why they love living here is the people. And I think, like, I like asking that question. And I like that I get the same, pretty much the same response every time because that, it just kind of goes to show, like, how meaningful relationships are and yeah. good relationships and making sure that you have them in your life mm-hmm. present. So yep. Absolutely. That's really good to hear, Jake. All right. Um, any last words on the open or 19.5? Uh, it was brutal and I'm glad it's over, but next year should be fun. It will be. Awesome. Thank you, Jake, very much. Thank you for having me.